Today we have a special episode of Beer Me Radio on Full Service Radio, normally recorded live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I was invited by Kai and Andrew. They are the co-founders of Aslan Beer Company. Some of you may remember them from an episode back in May. They very kindly invited me out to their three-year anniversary parties where over 60 breweries were represented. So we have a collection of different interviews from brewers from all over the United States, as well as Denmark and Canada. So I'm sitting here chatting with Gerald Soule from Saco, Maine. Saco. Saco, Maine, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, a lot of people say that, don't worry about it. One thing that we do differently is we all of our beer is fermented in oak barrels, like primary fermentation in oak as opposed to stainless steel. So yeah, we use you like you guys do a Burton Union system, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, sort can of. You maybe tell our listeners who aren't too familiar with that what that's all about. Yeah, so that it's a it's an old British method of fermenting, started in like Burton on Trent, like area in England. Um, the like the method was more like the union part of it was that you'd have a lot of barrels all fermenting and, and the krausen the yeast as it formed on top of the beer would pour out of the barrel into a trough and everything would kind of go back down into the barrels um, we do individual barrels so we have like a, we call it a catchment but we have like a yeast uh, catchment system on top of it but it doesn't feed into the other barrels so it's not as much of a union as the old method but yeah it's, it's, it's yeah but it's just a method of a method of fermentation in oak barrels that's um we, we just kind of decided to do it because a throw back to an older older method and try it out and um, it's got some you know like oak fermentation and add some character to the beer and we use a Scottish yeast strain for everything and so what are you guys pouring today uh, we got a few beers going two barrel aged beers okay. uh, one is a uh, uh, yeah, oatmeal stout it's like five and a half percent stout it's about six and a half now after going through the barrels that we barely sat for about six months, and then we added some coffee and maple syrup to it. Okay. And then we have a blonde barley wine that's uh, that's coming in at 13.6%, uh, uh, higher ABV. Um, that spent about 13 months in a bourbon barrel. Uh, no adjuncts in there, though. That's just a straight blonde barley wine, which is a really simple malt bill. Um, and, yeah, it really picked up all that bourbon character. And then we have a, a slightly sour wheat beer that's made with strawberries and rhubarb. So do, can people really taste the difference when something is fermented in barrels versus just aged? Yeah, it's a, so the, the barrel fermentation doesn't like bring like the oak character that you like would expect with an oak-aged beer. Like since it's only in the barrel for anywhere from eight days to up to three to four weeks, depending on the beer. Um, but there is something. There's a house character as like active fermentation happens inside wood. It kind of breaks the wood down on a kind of microscopic level and. Um, it, it adds some some flavor and texture to the beer. I'm chatting here with Tony with Vassen Brewing Company out of Richmond, Virginia. Uh, so, Tony, where does the name of the brewery come from? Uh, so, the word Vassen is a Swedish word that means your inner essence. Um, both me and the other founders' mothers are 100% Swedish. Um, he's my cousin. Um, so we kind of traveled to Europe to try to find a name and um, just it really struck us. It means your inner essence and also spirit animals. So for us, a lot of beers we make will have animals associated with them. So we try to use as little water as possible. Um, basically, all the water that we have is not put through an RO filter. It's just put through a carbon filter. Um, and that's just to get the chlorides out. We're not trying to use more water than we need. 
and a lot of times the water contains stuff that we need to use anyway, so we're adding more of it anyway, like magnesium sulfates and things like that. Um, also, um, all of our water that goes to all of our drains, whether it's caustic or acid, meets underground in a reservoir that's about 10 feet deep. So it, over time, basically, takes the acid and makes it more basic, or the base and makes it more acidic, and just the addition of water before it gets pumped out to the uh, city supply so that the pHs are right on and that um, all of our chemicals are biodegradable as well. So I'm sitting here talking with Jake uh, from Two Roads no, Brewery. Out of Stratford, Connecticut. Yes. This summer I enjoyed the uh, Persian lime goza okay. a lot. Yeah. So thank you for that. No problem. But from what I understand, you all are going to be continuing that. Mm -hmm. um, so we actually do two beers year-round. We have a passion fruit goza and a Persian lime goza that we're going to be doing that you'll be able to continually get on a limited basis year-round. Uh, we'll also have a rotating series, too. So uh, the one that we have coming out next is our Italian Plum Goza, uh, followed by uh, a couple more that will be coming out around December and January. Uh, so it's a series you'll be able to continually get, something a little bit different, too. So we actually do a lot of contract brewing. Uh, sour beer is a very different process. Uh, so what we do, instead of having bacteria that use a kettle sour get into the air and cause problems with other beer, we actually hardline it into a milk truck tanker kettle sour in there, uh, allow it to sour and process, bring it back in, and then package it. Uh, so it essentially reduces risk on the ability of bacteria to get into other beers. Uh, so a whole series is actually kettle soured in there, brought back in and packaged. Uh, so that's actually why it's called the Tank Truck Series. I'm chatting here with Whitney out of uh, Drecker uh, Brewing Company out of Fargo, North Dakota. Yep. Nice long trek for you all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we made it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so interesting about your old beer is that you focus a lot on doing a little bit lower alcohol beer um, because from what I understand you don't want people to think twice about having another beer uh, in your brewery right which I really appreciate as somebody who has gone to many a beer event and many a brewery the lower ABV is really the way to go right yeah we we like to kind of brew a beer for everybody um, so we actually did bring a couple of higher ABVs with us today, but in general, we really like to remain approachable so that maybe people who aren't familiar with craft beer, we're kind of, we can be a gateway for them, especially in North Dakota, the craft beer scene is really just starting, so. Okay. And I'm not too familiar with the craft beer scene in North Dakota. Where, where is that right now as far as, are there just, you know, a couple breweries here and there, or? So we have three, like, big breweries, and then we have, like, five or six smaller breweries and everyone's just pumping out beer and people it's 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 catching on really quickly and people are loving it so what are some styles that you find are pretty popular ipas and sours which i think that's is it. pretty pretty like the same everywhere you go right yeah. now that's just the big trend um but yeah those are hands down the most popular <laughs> so you do ipas we do we and do ipas do and we do sours, sours. <laughs> yep <laughs> um what what are your ipas what kind of focus do you guys have for those um you know we like to try and just make unique ipas we're really into hazy ipas right now so those are really popular but we like to kind of put our own twists on it anything super juicy but still has a really nice hop character um, we have a couple that we experiment with um, lactose and we have a lactose double ipa here with us today um but now, yeah for people who are just kind of getting into beer i feel like explaining lactose to them is a little bit challenging it is it's 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 kind of one of those things where it's a little different for everybody that has it too um for me i just say it adds more body more character to the beer that's 
a really vague way of describing it, but it's the best way because everyone's going to kind of taste something a little different. It might add a little sweetness to the beer, um, but nothing too crazy. So, yeah, I think that's... <laughs> it's, like, it's so hard to describe. There's not a good way to really, like, go about explaining it because like I said it's just different a little different for everybody and uh, I'm looking at the cans that you have here you have cardboard uh, can holders or cardboard like can connectors yeah I love seeing that thank you yeah we try to be you know we want to be able to recycle and Mm -hmm. we want to be friendly to the earth and all that good stuff too so nice I like that yeah well thank you so much for taking a moment to chat and um Hopefully we'll see you all around in DC some more. Sounds good, thank you. Alright. So I'm chatting with Mike here from the Thin Man Brewery out of Buffalo, New York. For the Pills fans, we came up with Pills Mafia. So that's, uh, we just released that last week and people... People are going kind of crazy for it. People not too familiar. Bills fans are uh, dedicated. Yeah, so we, Very dedicated. we got the you know the fan breaking the table on it. We got the streaker from last year. Yeah. Uh, Pancho Bila is a huge Bills fan. He's actually uh, fighting cancer right now, so we we're giving him a bunch of the proceeds from the the sales to help him in his recovery. So, but it's yeah, Buffalo's you know it's. Sports teams aren't so good, but, uh, you know, the breweries are making up for it. Timothy Aslam for your anniversary, uh, chatting with Spy Brewery uh, out of Denmark. Yep. I believe that you all made the longest track to Northern Virginia. Yeah, I think we did, but luckily it was a direct flight, so it wasn't that bad. Eight and a half hour. Yeah, that's not bad at all. So, no. So, tell me a little bit about your brewery. It's, the logo is what, Beer Brewed in Secret. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and it's a... I like the the theme, you know, from James Bond movies, and uh, so I'm brewing a I'm brewing an undercover pale ale, a conspiracy IPA, and a whistleblower with beer, and uh, so I try to keep it, you know, a, a secret. So that that's the theme, you know, the black and white, and yeah. And it's not. It's not like a hidden brewery. No, 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 not at all, not at all. Even though it's, we say that on the webpage that, uh, yeah. you know, brewed in secrecy and stuff like that. And that's just, you know, yeah, I think it's a funny part, the, the gimmick, so. So this is the first time you're pouring your beer in the U.S.? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. okay. So up until 14 days ago, I had to find, a, you know, a, a, an American company that, that could uh, import my beers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, actually, we managed to send the beers from Copenhagen, uh, delivered to the factory, sorry, to Aston Beer Company in two days. So that was amazing, yeah. So I'm sitting here talking with Benj uh, from Salute Cerveceria um, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And what are you guys pouring today? Uh, we are pouring banana keys, our imperial stout. It's a banana, coconut, and vanilla imperial stout. Uh, for those of you who are loving chewing your beer. <laughs> uh, we have an all mosaic hazy IPA uh, toward the right. And then we are also pouring our raspberry goza with lime basil, which is called Frambuesa y Sol. Which we do have a lot of the like, Latin names in there. So I'm here talking with Mars uh, Community Brewing. You guys are from Chicago. Oh yeah. Our owner, Ed Marzuski, has been a big part of the art scene in Chicago for, for decades now. So that was always, from the get-go, going to be a big part of our, our formula as a brand and as a brewery. So we work with a lot of... Uh, different artists and designers because we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't exciting for us but um, no bland beers yeah. uh, the, the fans of, of beer in, in Chicago area and outside have really been digging the uh, hazy style IPAs um, milkshake IPAs with lactose and fruit vanilla that sort of thing but we also uh, 
are really passionate about sours, so we're always cranking out um, various uh, sour styles, um, barrel aging sours, and stouts as well. So blended fruit and sours, a lot of different stuff to be excited about. Chatting with Levante Maria out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Chatting here with Jenna. Thank you so much for taking time out of this exciting uh, anniversary party here at Haslin. Definitely. <laughs> We're excited to be here. So, um, customer focus is huge for us. Um, that's actually one of the things we really focus on. Um, and really it starts with our team. We really, we have a really close team. Um, we make sure that the team is all, all having a good time. So if we're having a good time, we know the customers are having a good time. Um, we definitely make sure like our music's on point. We, anything that we can, like baby chairs, dog bowls, um, we do the little things um, to make sure that their experience is top notch. I'm chatting here with Ryan uh, from Collective Arts Brewing out of Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, so, welcome to Northern Virginia. Thank you. To the Aslan to be here. Festival. So, have you been uh, to the anniversary party before? Not been to the anniversary party before, but I've uh, known the Aslan guys for a couple years now, and I've, we've come down and done a collaboration with them. So, I've hung out around here, but just the first time at the festival. So. Okay. Uh, it's awesome. Lots of people. Looking pretty cool. So. Yeah. Uh, so, something that I kind of struck me about your brewery is the can art. Yeah. Um, and this is something that you're seeing a lot of uh, to have, you know, sure. people's brands stand out a little bit. But yours is very striking. Yeah, I mean, ours is, I mean, it's a concept of we don't actually own any of the art. Okay. Uh, we just, we pay artists um, and use their art for a period of time. So our art's constantly changing, um, but we don't actually own any of it. Um, and we're just we're we're trying to cross promote all the art from artists all around the world. So it's it's a very cool like community and a lot of the beer community and the art community. There's, there's a lot of commingling there. So it's just a natural fit to bring all those worlds together. So and hoppy beers are hoppy beers. People yeah. people always want that. So. Easily crushable. Yeah, I mean that's what it's what the kids want. So. <laughs> Well, so aside from what the kids want, what would you... Adult kids, adult well, kids. Adult kids. What would you want to brew all day, every day? Uh, brewing's different. What would I want to drink? Yes, most brewers, they're probably going to want to drink a really good Pilsner or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I love brewing different things. I don't I don't love just being typecast into one style or one. Okay. So, yeah, everything... I mean, na things naturally change with seasons and stuff, so... You kind of get bored of you doing dark beers after like spring. So when they come back around in the fall, you're like, oh yeah, cool, we can make a porter again or something. So it's like. Hanging here with Jennings uh, from Congruent in Sperryville, Virginia. Uh, just finished up with the first session here at the Aslan three year anniversary. Uh, how'd it go? We do uh, traditional method spontaneous. Uh, so it's a traditional turbid wort mash. So it's a. It's a, it's a varied step process where we're basically fixing sugars to make sure that um, regular brewer's yeast can't eat a lot of those sugars. And then it's cool ship, so it's put in a, uh, a copper pan overnight, and it's generally cool for at least 12 hours. The next morning, uh, we put it into barrels and it ages from anywhere from uh, 12 months to 36 months. Ultimately, all I can do is make work. That's all I can do. The yeast is going to do everything else. The final product, I'm, all I'm doing is setting it up. The final product is the yeast. Some people are like, man, you know, like I like your beer. It's like, well, I made the work. You like my yeast beer. I had a, somebody compare brewing to golfing, 
and that when you're learning how to golf, you make these tiny, tiny, tiny little adjustments, and you get these vastly different outcomes. And you know, it's kind of like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting analogy because the brewers with whom I really like. Yeah, I mean, the brewers I really admire, like, like they're, they're all golfers, actually. In golfing, you are your own worst enemy. Yeah. Same thing in brewing. Yeah. It's about process, right? So if you're on your phone all the time, you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to do this and this. Oh, shit, what just happened? Like, what fermenter are we going to? No. It's a fully focused process. So some of you might remember a previous episode with Chris Bannock, uh, formerly of Avery uh, Brewing Company. We have the unique and prized opportunity here at the Aslan Anniversary Festival uh, to complete the circle here. I have Chris Bannock, and he has found a home at Crooked Run Brewing. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So what are you doing now? So uh, from the time that I got laid off at Avery until now, I had some job opportunities come my way, and this was by far the, the most interesting and I uh, decided to take it. So I've known Jake uh, Anders from Cricket Run for a very long time. There's room back here. This is bullshit. <laughs> so I've known Jake for a long time. Their liquid is amazing. The people that work there are great. Um, it's, it's awesome to be able to put some of my expertise, although maybe somewhat limited or whatever it might be, towards a, a local brewery that, needs, that, that doesn't need help per se but can use a little bit of a boost in their organizational things. And it's, it's really nice to be able to, again, work for a company, sell great liquid, and make money for great people. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting going from a, a big national brand to kind of more of those more uh, hype local brands, uh, but it's really cool. It's nice to be able to drive to a brewery that's, that's my brewery that's 30 minutes away, so it's awesome. I'm super stoked. I've only worked there for two weeks, but the brew bar great, the beer's great, and I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. that was in Sterling, Virginia? Yeah, so we have uh, the, the main production facility is in Sterling, Virginia. Uh, and then we have our, the uh, original facility is in downtown Leesburg. Okay. So we, we, we operate both uh, facilities right now. And what do you pour in today? Uh, so we have uh, Cruise Control, which is our uh, dry hop Pilsner, which is awesome. I've been drinking the shit out of that. I love that beer. It's my all-day beer. Uh, and then we're also pouring Glory. Uh, we had our fifth anniversary about two months ago, and uh, we made a, a huge imperial stout uh, Asian bourbon barrels. It's 18%. It brings me back to my Avery days of selling old old Uncle Jacobs in yeah. and all those all those huge beers. So I love it. They're both they're both great beers. So. I am happy to see a Pilsner right now, for sure. I know, right? Of all these sours and huge barrel-aged things, it's nice to have a Pilsner, right? I know. I feel like every single, almost every single one is uh, IPA, IPA, double IPA, double IPA, goza, goza, goza with fruit, which, hey, man, it's summertime and I love it and I want to drink that all day, but Pilsner is a nice, nice palate cleanser. It is. That's what I've been drinking for the last... 30 minutes or so, trying to keep, keep it steady for the next seven hours of this festival, so. Oh yeah, well thank you so much and thanks for closing the circle. Thank you, I appreciate it.